Hello and welcome to the Healed with Alyssa podcast. I am so excited for you guys to learn more information from me. This podcast is going to be all about helping heal your child and your family naturally without drugs or surgery. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Healed with Alyssa podcast. I'm Alyssa and I'm a holistic nurse practitioner. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about swollen adenoids, tonsils, and why we're seeing a, such a huge rise in this, as well as like ear tubes, right? Oh, I feel like every kid now needs ear tubes. And why is that? So we'll talk about the different um, causes and then the different ways we can help it naturally. So first, let's talk about some of the causes. You know, I'm going to start with talking about diet. <laughs> so diet does play a huge role in swollen adenoids, tonsils, chronic ear infections, which lead to needing ear tubes. And um, and yeah, so diet. So number one is going to be sugar, right? Sugar is the most inflammatory thing we can put into our body and it causes inflammation, right? So anything swollen is inflammation. So sugar leads to more and more inflammation in the body, aka something that is swollen. And then also dairy. Okay. I, you know, if you know me, I really love dairy. I don't promote no dairy, but the dairy that we are consuming is highly processed. Okay. So we're getting rid of all of the beneficial properties of dairy. So I personally only drink raw milk and eat raw cheese and have raw butter. But, you know, if you're eating conventional, not even you know, if you're just not even eating grass-fed or organic dairy, this, the body cannot process this. And this actually causes more inflammation in the body. So I see this with young kids who are always getting ear infections. They need ear tubes. Like if we cut out sugar and dairy, I do find that these kids generally do better and their immune system is much stronger, right? So these adenoids, the tonsils are part of the lymphatic system right? Which is also part of the immune system. So this has to do with the immune system dysfunction that we are seeing in everyone, right? Not just kids. I see this in adults. And um, so this is contributing to the immune system dysfunction in the body. Um, Next would be like, you know, food dyes, seed oils. It's another one. And you see this in babies, right? Who are fed formula. And if you've ever looked at the ingredients of formula, they almost all, even if it's like an organic one from Europe, have some sort of seed oil in it. Um, why is this? I do not know. <laughs> and it's really frustrating for these parents who are doing the best to try to feed their child and they're still getting seed oils in their formula that they're drinking. So um, you definitely can make your own formula. There's different recipes to do it. You just make sure you find, you know, appropriate recipe to do that. But, um, you know, formula is a big one. And if you're breastfeeding, right, if this is your young baby and they're constantly getting ear infections, needing ear tubes, and you're breastfeeding them, look at your diet. So whatever you are eating is going to affect your child's health, right? So looking at 
you know, sugar, dairy, seed oils, grain, grains, you know, I talk about grains a lot, but grains are like oat, rice, wheat, corn. This isn't everything that we're consuming. I had a patient the other day tell me, um, you know, she's been working on cutting down on the corn and she couldn't believe that literally um, corn syrup was in almost everything, everything. So you really need to look at ingredients, see what you're consuming. If you are breastfeeding your child and they are constantly needing uh, antibiotics for ear infections and the doctor is recommending ear tubes, then this is um, a chance to look at your diet. (laughs) Because if you're eating an inflammatory diet, then your breast milk is going to be inflammatory. That's just how it works. Um, So yeah, so diet, as I said, sugar, dairy, seed oils. Um, grains, these are going to be like the big ones and, you know, food dyes, of course, you know, like the usual things, but those are going to be, I feel like the main culprits for this. Um, and next is going to be toxins. Okay. So this is a lymphatic issue, right? So why is the lymph system congested? Because it's overburdened with toxins. So parasites are the number one cause that I find. Okay, this is why I don't can't stress enough that it's so important that we do parasite cleansing because parasites are affecting most of our health and parasites will get caught in the lymphatic system. And, you know, I find a lot of people who have like swollen lymph nodes, I find that generally this is a parasite condition. Um, also mold. Okay, so I'm seeing mold more and more and more affecting people's health. Why is that? You know, I, I don't, I don't really know why. Maybe it's like the, the chemicals, we're just we'll keep putting more and more chemicals into our environments, you know, even in our homes, all the plastics and this and that, you know, I'm not sure, but mold is a concern, um, especially with people with swollen adenoids, tonsils, um, things like that. Also, um, something can affect it is mouth breathing, right? If they're always mouth breathing, if they're sleeping with their mouth open. Um, and this is not, I don't generally think this is a, uh, like a chemical issue, but a lot of times there's maybe an under an undiagnosed tongue tie that has never been addressed. So I am not, I am not a pediatric dentist, but you're, you should be sleeping with your mouth closed, okay? This is even people who snore, right? These are older people who snore. Your mouth should be closed when you're sleeping and your tongue should be rested on the roof of your mouth when you're sleeping. That's proper alignment when you're sleeping. So if your um, child or you are sleeping with their mouth closed, you want to open the mouth and see where is that tongue resting? Because yeah, maybe their mouth is closed, but their tongue is down at the, the bottom of their mouth. So you want the tongue to be resting on the roof of the mouth, and that forms the upper palate, which is actually the bottom of your nose. So this will affect breathing. This will, you know, even I see kids with really dark circles under their eyes, and this is actually a breathing issue, right? Like they're only breathing out of their mouth. They're not breathing from their nose. They're sleeping with their mouth open. So um, this is another thing, right? Like their mouth is always open. They're teeth are going to get dry. This causes a ton of other issues. So addressing that, getting the tongue tie fixed. If there is a tongue tie, working on, you know, doing manual therapy, right? Maybe some cranial sequel work or a chiropractor, something like that to help 
the motion of the jaw to help with proper mouth position when they're sleeping. Even when they're playing, I, I see kids all the time who um, are playing with their mouth open. Like they're literally never breathing out of their nose. You should always be breathing out of your nose. You should not always be breathing out of your mouth. So that is another um, thing I see relating to the swollen adenoids tonsils. Um, and then lymphatic congestion. And I talked about this before, right? So what, especially with like the ears, right? So little kids, they have something called eustachian tubes. And these are tubes that drain the ears down and they're more flat when you're younger. So that's why young kids are more prone to ear infections because they're more flat. So if the fluid in there doesn't move and maybe there's like junk, parasites, whatever in there that causes ear infections, right? So the ear tubes help to like let that go and it helps to drain that fluid. But we need to address why that is. So um, para 3, you know, I always recommend para 3 for ear pain. Um, This really helps with that, you know, motion of what's going on in the, the ears um, and whatever toxins in there. So para 3 is an herbal supplement that um, I use whenever my son ever complains of ear pain. Um, he, you know, as a nurse practitioner, I have an otoscope at my house. Uh, a few years ago, he, when we were living in a very moldy home, he got very, very sick. Um, and he had, you know, like regular cold, congestion, and it eventually turned to an ear infection. And I looked in his ears. And it was a full-blown ear infection. And I used the pair three because I will not give my child antibiotics. I have worked too hard to get us where we are to go back 10 steps by giving him antibiotics. So, um, you know, I if it's a life or death situation, absolutely, I will use antibiotics. But for ear pain, like, I'm going to try to opt for my natural remedies before I ever go to see a doctor. Um, so we used, I use para three a few times a day, drops in his ear. And by the next day, this child was a better. And I looked in his ears and it was completely better. So um, it works. And all my patients love it. They tell me it works really well. So um, that is really great for someone with chronic ear infections. But also you need to look at the diet, right? So why are they even getting sick all the time? Why are they, you know, this type of things we need to look at the diet. Um, next, what else I love to help with, you know, as I said, the swollen adenoids, tonsils, those, that's a lymphatic issue. So there's um, a supplement called Lymph Tone 3. So this is my favorite that helps to drain the lymph. So I will put the links to these products in the show notes so you can grab them uh, and use them with your kids. We use this a lot. Uh, in our practice for kids who are, you know, parasite cleansing and this and that. And you can also, um, something else I do along with the para 3 is you can actually use the lymph tone 3 drops in the ear as well. Um, we usually do like one drop of each. You can do both. And that just helps to move like the fluid in the ears. Um, so that's really, really good. Um, next thing I love to help with lymphatic congestion, right? Like the lymph is not moving uh, in kids and is rebounding. So some rebounding is basically jumping on a trampoline and um, 
Yeah, kids love it because they already love jumping on a trampoline. So why not do it and actually improve their health? And another thing that I love that you can do is using a vibration plate. Um, I will link my favorite in the show notes. Uh, It's very strong and you don't need to do it a lot, but I find it really moves the lymph so, so much. Uh, It also helps with like sinus issues and the brain. Uh, uh, vibration plates are really, really amazing. And the next thing I love to help with the swollen adenoids tonsils is red light therapy. So I talk about red light therapy a lot on social media, and I will put my favorite one in the show notes. But red light therapy is amazing. So red light Red light therapy will decrease inflammation in the area. So I've seen this help tremendously with swollen <laughs> swollen tonsils, swollen adenoids. Um, and the answer is not just taking them out, right? That's not the answer because that's part of the immune system. The body is designed in a way for it to be there, right? It's not just like, oh, we don't need this organ anymore. Let's cut it out. Same thing like what they do with the gallbladder. Like, no, the body is designed in a way to keep organs the way it is. So we need to address why it is and then help naturally with um, what's causing it. So um, the red light therapy you can use, um, you know, you can put like the neck up and you can put it uh, by the neck, by the you know, the back over here by the lymphatic system. Also, you can have your, keep your mouth open and shine the red light into the mouth. And that can really help as well, bringing down the um, inflammation in the adenoids, the tonsils, and, you know, and it also boosts the immune system, right? As I said, these organs are part of the immune system. So even if your child is sick, uh, use the red light therapy, you know, from a distance to, and you can just like shine it on them to help boost their immune system. So I love the red light. It's just so multi-purpose. I can, I literally use it for everything. I use it every day myself to help with, you know, just like seasonally because we're not in the sun and I, I thrive in the sunshine, which I'm sure most of you also thrive in the sunshine. Um, and here in New Jersey, it has not been sunny that much. So, um, so yeah, that's all I really want to say today about swollen adenoids, tonsils, ear tubes. If, you know, if you have tried all the natural remedies and you're still struggling with your, you know, child's health, you don't want them to have surgery to remove these things, please reach out. We would love to help you address the root cause. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode. If this podcast episode resonated with you, please share with another mother or another family who's going through similar issues. And if you could please leave us a review and a rating, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.